Good day, good day, good day. Welcome to another exciting and caffeinated episode of Coffee Conversations. I'm Father David. And I'm Deacon Bob. Deacon Bob, you're rocking your Coffee Conversations podcast mug. We have the Coffee Conversations... <laughs> yep. Yes, I have the mug. Um, we are, we are doing not... this in the morning today. It is uh, precisely 10.30 on Thursday. And I've <laughs> not had enough coffee to... Uh... I, had, uh, I had some uh, Starbucks... Um, Sumatra blend. Oh yeah, today. Am I allowed to say that on here? Sumatra. I Sumatra. So. You know what? I've never really gotten into Starbucks coffee. I like their like sweet stuff, like the really bad stuff. Yeah, uh, but like the spice coffee. latte. Yeah, but the <laughs> but the coffee coffee is like really strong. I like it straight. Really strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you do like espresso too? I do. do um, I mean. Not all the time. I, mean, I don't. I don't have an espresso machine. Father Eric had the the Nespresso machine. Yes, so it he was did. like a, a Keurig. <laughs> he would drink three of them in a mug. <laughs> yeah, he would. Uh, he'd make a, a fun cocktail of caffeine. <laughs> oh yeah, my heart would explode. <laughs> yeah, and then he would terrorize. You know. <laughs> but we love Father Eric. We miss Indeed. him. Indeed, we miss him. But a yes, lot. I do. My brother has a. He has like a real nice espresso machine. It's like. All manual, kind of like the ones like, at Starbucks, kind right? Of thing? Yeah, little... no, it does a it does a pretty mean cup of joe. Wow, does it like steam the milk and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, it's like a a cortado or something. It's like where he has a whole chart of like you know different <laughs> <laughs> different coffee mixes and uh-huh. different. It all matters on like how much milk you add, how much coffee. It, it, they all have different names for it, but anyway, wow. it's good. That that and he made a creme brulee. Oh, that'd be good. So he's he he's rather interesting. He gets into all kinds of hobbies and things, but he's he's been cooking a lot of really great stuff lately. Wow. So very good. That and uh, apple butter. Oh yeah. He made some apple butter that was really good. That's a lot of work. Yeah, I don't know what. He just kind of. <laughs> he just handed just, me two jars, and I. <laughs> I, I, I think I you just keep it. cooking down apples and. Yeah. Kind of cooking the steam out of it. Yeah, I don't know. So it's really good, though. I don't know, but, but those are the fall things, right? Apple pie, apple butter. Yep. All the things, right? So, um, speaking of fall things, yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, were you up in Cleveland when the snow happened, or were you down at home in Akron? Uh, yesterday, I was. Uh, I was at home. I said Thursday. It's Wednesday. Yeah, today's Wednesday. It's not. <laughs> yeah, feels like a Thursday. Right. Uh, I was in. I was at home yesterday in Akron. Because so it was not snowy, but I guess it was here. It was. The weather folks kept saying. You know, there's going to be some, like, wintry mix, but there'll be no accumulation. Yeah. So my daughter lives up a little bit higher on the hill than we are. Oh, yeah. And she sent me this picture of, like, three inches of snow um, in their yard. Three inches. So it was expect the unexpected. You know, they predicted one thing, and the other (laughs) thing happened. Yeah, it's the first first snow of the year. We're on uh, October 19th. Yep. Today, so... It's always like in the realm of possibility to have that one day. But it was real slushy, though. It, it was, was slushy and wet. And apparently a lot of people lost power last night, too. Yeah, that's what my daughter said. That there's She has those like smart switches mm-hmm. 
But when the power goes off, it resets to everything turns on. So her entire house was turning off oh. and then on. <laughs> and she'd have to go reset everything, and then it would go off and wow. come back on. That'd wake you up. So that was a little bit unexpected in her life. But yeah, um, I remember when I was in grade school, just a, just a, I don't know, you know, just those, you have certain memories mm-hmm. that just kind of stay with you. Mm-hmm. But I remember being in like, what, fifth grade or sixth grade? And just, it was a random day in October. It was sunny outside in the morning, but for some reason, there was just a bunch of snow, like big fluffy snow yeah. that came down. And you, you just remember everyone going, Because ah, <laughs> it was unexpected. It was like this this little, like, little burst of, of joy. You know, we wanted to be, go outside, but we had to stay inside and do our, do our work. Yeah, well, <laughs> our being grammar the, or whatever. Being on the teacher end of that, we always dreaded those days because it's like, yes, it's snowing. Turn around. Let's yes. go back to the work. <laughs> yes. Even in high school, it was like that. Look, it's snowing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, it's sometimes, sometimes we like unexpected things. Absolutely. Right? It's kind of a, it's, it, it shakes up the, the monotony of, of just kind of our daily schedule, the daily things. It's like snow days. Snow days. snow days. I don't know if we've done a podcast on snow days, but oh, I think we should probably do that. Yeah, that'd be good. But uh, yeah, unexpected things, right? So you you sent me a picture. Was that like from from your front yard or something? Um, that was from my daughter's uh, security camera. Gotcha. So it showed kind of like how much snow was out there. <laughs> it didn't stick on the roads, which was really helpful, but it stuck on the grass. Right. So. Um, but nice. it was definitely unexpected. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so that's kind of what we want to... I was Dick and Bob sent me that picture yesterday, and we were kind of... We were talking a little bit, and that's kind of what we want to have as our, our topic today, expect the unexpected. Because mm-hmm. as we certainly know, life is full of unexpected things, right? We have, our, we have our plans, we have our trajectories, but many things happen unexpectedly, both certainly positive, um, but also can be challenging ones, too. Mm-hmm. Things mm-hmm. that happen, and we know certainly people have sudden medical situations. You know that can be sometimes just life changing, if not yeah. t- changing for a temporary amount of time. And one of our friends is having surgery today. Yeah, that was not expected. It wasn't something that she was planning on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's yeah. just it's hard. Yeah. Well, I mean, even even recently, still, you know, the um, uh, the hurricane mm-hmm. with Hurricane Ian and. I mean, all this is like, it's within the realm of possibility, right? We're in October. It is possible for it to snow. Mm -hmm. If you live near our coast, it is possible to have... wiped out by a hurricane. It is possible to have bad weather, you know, and we live in a world that's that's imperfect. Uh, It's not... um, uh, it's not. It's not a vacation here all, all, all the time. Mm-hmm. That it's within the possibility of things to change and to change very quickly. I think uh, what we want to talk about is how do we how do we deal with that unexpected change? How do we move through that unexpected change? And and especially and particularly as Christians, how can how can hope be a part of that too? And so it's not just simply we're on this you know, crazy life raft of, of, of life on earth and just, you know, stuff happens to us. And then, but you know, we can can die. Yeah. Right. But we can move through it. Well, I I have a friend and if something good's happening, he'll always go, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to fall. You know, like he's expecting something bad to happen next. 
Yeah. Um, and I don't think that's what we're talking about today. We're not talking about if it's good, it's something bad's going to happen. Yeah. It's how do we stay rooted in God so that we can handle whatever comes, good, bad, mm-hmm. um, yeah. anything. How do you? How well do you deal with change, and or how do you? I like change. Deal with, do you? I do because I'm not so good at doing the same thing three times in a row. Um, so I'm better at. They said, "Isn't isn't the 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 definition of insanity doing, doing the same doing thing. the same thing over and over again, <laughs> expecting a different result?" <laughs> I think what's hard though is even though I like change, if I'm on a deadline for something and somebody goes, "Do you have time to talk?" My right. response is always. You know, like how do we always make room for those people that that need us, mm-hmm. and seeing that as a blessing instead of as a interruption. How about you? How do you? Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, it depends on kind of the situation, the thing. If I'm if I'm kind of motoring, you know, on a you know, if it's a busy busy day schedule, I have people to talk to, things to do, you know, something to prepare for. I don't I don't think I do well with unexpected things uh, then. But then other times, like like I'm, when I'm on my day off, you know, down in Akron, I kind of have a loose plan, you know. Usually, it's kind of the same rhythm mm-hmm. every week. You know, I'll, I'll pray in the morning. Um, I'll do a holy hour over at uh, Saint Augustine's Parish, which is a beautiful church right down the road from my parents' house. Um, I usually do some reading, do a run, have some dinner with either my my parents or my brother or some friends. But it seems like on those days when I'm not like these things need to happen. I'm much more free to like, well, if something comes up, I can change. I don't know, kind of change course. We got a call yesterday from one of our elderly parishioners and she wanted to be anointed and she wanted to receive confession. And we have a hospital chapel and that helps at the hospital. Um, But her daughter really wanted somebody from the parish to go and bring her communion and just kind of be a familiar face. Mm. So um, that was not in my plan for the day. Yeah. But it was a really important thing. How do you as a priest deal with, because as a deacon, I can't anoint people. I can't hear confession. But yeah. how do you get like those phone calls that just say somebody needs to be anointed now? Yeah. How do you work that into life? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think at that point, it's just priority. You know, what, what, is, what is the moment uh, demanding of me, uh, and, and and especially in that, in those moments, a, a sense of certainly obligation and a responsibility. You know, as a priest, you know I'm the one who's called to be and to minister in those ways. But not just responsibility, but I would say charity. Mm-hmm. You know, what is what is charity? What does love demand of me in any particular moment? You know, and I think persons are always more important than agendas or, or itineraries, mm-hmm. right? If someone is in front of me in need, they're always going to be more important, right? Now, there's only so much time you can give, um, like the like the Good Samaritan, mm-hmm. right? So, like, he wasn't expecting to uh, come upon, you know, the guy who was on the side of the road, you know, beaten and needed, n- needed help. Right? That changed his day, but, mm-hmm. you know, charity at that moment kind of demanded that he took care of him, and he took care of him insofar as he had he had time. He was truly able to. He took him to the took him to the inn, uh, and then you know continued to go on his way. He's like he told the innkeeper, you know, I'll give you whatever you need. If you spend more, I'll come back and pay you. But like so, he he did what he needed to do then. But he was open to that change in mm-hmm. his in his schedule, right? Yeah, and before we started recording, we talked about how Jesus 
reached out with people that, right. you know, he might have been on his way to one place and somebody who was blind called out to him. Yeah, uh, right. So, and I think kind of the point of the podcast, what we want to get to is that life is just going to be unexpected. We're going to have things happen. Mm-hmm. But it's a question of how do we deal with change and what provides us stability amidst those unexpected changes, right? Mm-hmm. And for us Christians, um, Christ is what provides stability. Uh, the person of Jesus, who is who is God, you know, in, in our lives. And through faith, that brings uh, stability. But we can look to Jesus even as, as an example of that. You know, we did a podcast on, you know, who is Jesus exactly? Mm-hmm. You know, we say Jesus, but what do we actually mean by that? <laughs> you know, who, who are we talking about? We're talking about a person, a divine person who is fully God, fully human. So he was God um, as, as the second person of the Trinity, as the Son. But he was also in relationship with God the Father, right? So they're, they're separate, they're different, um, but, but one. And then, yeah, certainly add, add, the Holy Spirit, add the Holy Spirit in there too, mm-hmm. right? But Jesus went throughout his life um, always doing the Father's will and always knowing that uh, the Father was with him uh, and loved him. Uh, despite anything he was doing or any direction he was led. So the one story that came to my mind was uh, uh, the story of uh, Zacchaeus. Mm-hmm. So Zacchaeus is a guy who wanted to see Jesus, climbed up in a tree because uh, he was short in stature. <laughs> um, and Jesus passes by. But the, the, the detail is that you know, Jesus was, it said he was on his way to a certain town. Mm-hmm. right? He had a plan. He had something going on. I mean, who knows? He probably knew there was some person in that town he needed to minister to. Well, Zacchaeus comes along, ends up having a conversation with him, but then ends up going to his house for dinner. You know, and he spent time with him. Kind of like, again, kind of like the Good Samaritan. Mm-hmm. And I think Jesus was able to just, again, be pr- be present to the moment because he knew the Father was present to him in that moment. He was present to him through the persons, through the situations. And to be able to, to respond to that, you know, uh, quickly and to be able to respond with that without any, having any obstacles. Like he let go of his plans to go here and he went there. So, because that was obviously what the father was asking him to do. Mm-hmm. And I think parents deal with that all the time. You know, they have an agenda. They're trying to get through the agenda and one of their kids gets sick. Right. Or you have an agenda and the power goes out and the lights keep coming on and off and the kids wake up and now they're up all night. Um, how, how do we deal with those in a loving way as opposed to just being grumpy about right, it? Right, right. Because um, that can be, <laughs> if we're on this life raft, mm-hmm. and we know you know stuff's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, right. If we're, if we're doing it without Christ, if we're doing it without God, without faith, um, then it is life is just something that we just have to bear. <laughs> we just have to take all these things that happen. Um, and the temptation can be that is that we get wrapped up into the outcomes. We get right. wrapped up into, you know, does this thing go well? Does it go well in the way I, I want it to or not? And then we kind of put our security in that. And if we do that, like, that's going to be pretty rough. Right? Yeah, it's not going to work real well. Right. I know for me when I get one of those moments of, uh, not happy places. You know, like, I usually ask God, like, what am I supposed to learn from this? Yeah. You know, um, like, why why am I in this situation? Even though this is really hard, mm-hmm. what what can I do here that you want me to do or 
why what right. what is it that you want me to learn yeah um, yeah how can I grow closer to you in this moment mm-hmm right I love I think it's Romans 8:28 or right around there that says God makes all things work together for good right that God doesn't do bad things but God can help us find meaning in everything mm-hmm um, yeah, and I think that's what makes then life not just like this series of events we have to just wade through, wade through and, yeah. and and bear and just kind of make it through. But then I mean, that makes life with faith something of an adventure, that God is with us kind of in all of these situations. Uh, he's allowing certain things to happen, but he, yeah, he, he, he's with us and, and guiding us. And, and we can come to grow closer to him in faith not just on our own, but I mean, faith is built through the church, through through the the life of prayer, the sacraments, the community, and and so again, like we've talked about this before, just but just the importance of not just doing faith on our own, but to do it with the church that God yeah. is, that God has given to us, so that we're like we're going through all of these things together, together. <laughs> you know, um, especially I mean, think about like Florida, you know, and the church the church down there that in certain areas is has gone through great suffering. You know, to know that you're not alone in that unexpected mm-hmm. journey, but that God's working, I would assume God's working very powerfully through, the church, through the church in that area because of what it's going through right now. And then certainly the church abroad also responds in charity through through giving, through service, through kind of all these things. But it and makes think, it more of an adventure. Mm-hmm. I think about St. Gabriel. We had the food pantry Sooner or later, someone's going to need that. And we have a lot of people that come come to the pantry and say, I've always given food to the pantry. I never thought I'd be here to receive food. Mm-hmm. You know, Or the people that are in the hospital who are sick, our prayer shawl ministry. Um, I took a prayer shawl to the lady yesterday who's in the hospital. She was in the prayer shawl ministry. She goes, you don't know how many of those I've made. Yeah. She goes, but it's nice to be in the receiving end. Yeah. Um, so that whole give and take of the community is huge. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, God wants us to move through life well and with faith and with hope. And so if we strive to do so with him, drawing him in to our, our life, our heart, our situations, the more that's going to be that we don't have to depend upon the outcomes of what we expect things, how we expect things to be, mm-hmm. you know, that... Our identity, our, our happiness isn't rooted in that, but is rooted in the God who's present with us amidst, no matter what happens. So, Which is easy to say as we sit here around the table looking yeah. out the window, but, but if then, you're stuck in traffic... And we walk, when we walk out this door, right? Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I have a number of things going on for the rest of the day. I have to call someone on the phone after this. I have to go to St. Mary's in Chardon for Mass. Mm-hmm. I have a spiritual direction at the seminary after that. I have to run out for some errands, you know, for a marriage mentor preparation meeting tonight. Like, you know, so there's a number of things, but what I don't know what's going to happen. Right. And that. it's it's the unexpected things. And, and how do we deal with that maybe perceived inconvenience? You right. know, do we see it as an inconvenience or do we see it as a moment of ministry? Right. Um, and if you're stuck in traffic right now, you're waiting at a light and you're trying to figure out how to make it to the next thing on time. You know, how do you use that moment to pray? Yeah. How do you use whatever that situation is to draw you closer to God instead of just flipping off the person behind you or in front of you? Which is easy to do. Easy to do. Right. Right. Just talk to God. Mm-hmm. Right. And ask God, what do you? What am I supposed to do at this moment? Because yeah. 
Here I am. And whether you get that answer or not in that moment, in the way you want or expect, God is still there, right? And he's going to provide no matter what. So We did uh, Children's Liturgy of the Word today. Yeah. And we did uh, um, do unto others as you would want them to do unto you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably one of the biggest things of the unexpected (coughs) is how do we... How do we treat others the way that we would want to be treated in the midst of mm-hmm. whatever the unexpected is? Yep. That's um, the key. Mm-hmm. That's the key. All right. Well, there we are. All right. Expecting the unexpected. So so hopefully you were expecting something today and this might help or maybe this was an unexpected <laughs> we, we didn't know blessing. what to expect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's good. Sometimes you got to jump into it, right? Yep. So. All right. Can you lead us out? Sure. In prayer. Name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord God. We know that you are with us every moment of the day and that you never abandon us and that you uh, help and guide us to be at the right place at the right time. So help us, Lord, to see you in all things and give us the grace to meet you in those people that come to our lives in unexpected ways. And we ask these things as we ask all things. To Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 Father, Son, Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. All right, everybody, enjoy your day, enjoy your week. Hope all goes well, and even if it's unexpected, know our prayers uh, for you. You might want to put a snow brush in your car if you live in Cleveland, (laughs) because unexpected snow is going to happen real soon. Welcome to Cleveland. Thank you. God bless.